Welcome to episode 8 already of Selfies of the Mind, new lens, new filter, new view, where I discuss life's challenges and how we can navigate and overcome, transmute the emotional discomfort that we feel and live light, live life, English Nadia, lighter. We all carry a backpack as we walk our journey on this uh, planet. And our experiences, or throughout our life experiences, we face challenges and we accumulate these emotions, these memories, these experiences that some point start to weigh heavy on our back, if you take the analogy of the backpack. So as part of my mission to increase people's quality of life in the digital age through emotional intelligence and resilience, I started this podcast. To share my own experiences, I have gone through many life's tri trials and also triumphs. I have to be balanced, but I have been in quite some challenges in life. And I believe there is purpose in the pain I've been through to help others who are still going through this. So if you resonate, then this podcast is for you. It's not for everyone. People are different phases in their life and if some episodes will resonate others won't that's totally okay but if you fear becoming lonely or if you are lonely and you don't know how to manage the emotional discomfort that comes with it this episode is for you i'm going to share my experience on how i used to fear being lonely how i felt enormous discomfort in being lonely as well, and how I apply a new lens that reduced this emotional discomfort that helped me move forward in life, even if at times I still feel lonely. So I'm going to share my own experience and in the hope that it may not only inspire you, but empower you to look at loneliness through a different lens. First, I'm going to share, you know, to make a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. I am alone quite often and I like it that way. I have worked through my laundry list in life of past experiences and unresolved emotional issues. Another word for that, which is a bit more heavy, is trauma. And now I have peeled off the layers and I'm getting to know who I am, explore who I am. Loneliness is when we feel disconnected, disconnected from society, from our loved ones, from other people. I do feel lonely as well, sometimes more often than I like to admit. And I've come to terms with it. But I will share throughout this episode that I had to uh, look myself in the mirror as well and take responsibility for how did I contribute to being where I am in life. Now, it sounds quite dramatic. It is not that dramatic. And I had been in a relationship, so I've been married. I had, I have friends. I had more friends than I have now. And, but that was a different era of my life. I was actually living more from an unconscious place, from a place where I was hiding and rejecting parts of me that were dying to come out, but I was so scared of not being accepted by the people surrounding me at work 
a society. So I, I know it sounds ridiculous when I think about it, but I was afraid of being lonely because I was afraid of being rejected because I rejected those parts of me that were inherently mine. And this only came to surface often when we experience a trauma in our lives. So when I lost my father, this is what awakened in me in who am I? Because he was a big part of our life. He was a big part of my foundation. And I, I was definitely daddy's girl in the sense that we were quite similar, very proud and emotional, unexpressive at time, difficulty communicating our feelings and many other parallels, but I felt really understood by my father, even though we had a very traditional relationship. I, he still was, a, I still is, his memory always lives within me, but his death caused me to start soul searching, if you want to call it, wondering, who am I? What do I love? What, what do I want? And, and what am I hiding? Why am I feeling empty? I felt this void. So this is when I embarked on a transformation journey. So it's almost 10 years, actually, and it was a long journey. But throughout these years, little by little, I started peeling off the layers. And as I grew or as I not necessarily changed, people will tell you when you go through these transformations that, oh, you've changed. You, you don't change. You just take off the mask. You take off the layers that have been hiding your true self. And it's only normal that people who relate to you and who felt comfortable when you had all these layers, that they now feel uncomfortable. It's also a, a, an uncomfortable experience for them. But life is like a train ride. We all get in on our train and we get in our wagon and we meet people on our train ride. They sit with us in the wagon. Some get off earlier and they reach their destinations and we move forward. That is the reality of life. So as I also, when, especially when I left my job at NATO, I lost a lot of people. And these past years I've been through some entrepreneurial challenges as well because I have this big idea I want to birth in the world and it's, it's not been easy, but it's, it's in my heart and I will never give up on it. But not everyone understands it. Not everyone understands why you would risk so much, why you would stay, become obsessed in the sense that you want to bring this idea to life and you don't value the things you valued before, perhaps. So that is when I had to be alone and I felt lonely. I really felt lonely after I left NATO because it's just I lost a lot of people just moved out of my life naturally there was no argument I met new people but because I was still wearing still hiding some parts of me or I was still trying to fit in and fear of rejection and being afraid to show to be my authentic self I was attracting people who were not genuine with their intention and I'm someone I maybe also my age, but I do have a BS detector. I have high tolerance level, but there are some things I just don't tolerate. And unfortunately, when I feel inauthenticity, when I feel that people are not genuine, and when I feel that I cannot trust them, I just have become comfortable being alone, that I just allow them to leave my life experience or I close the door myself. And I don't do it with drama or argument or 
you to blame, they can blame me, I am the villain, it's not a problem. This point in my life, people who have been through hell on earth, what matters most is their mental peace. And I will defend my mental peace at all costs. And the price I'm paying is loneliness because I, I do feel misunderstood often. And I do feel people don't make an effort to actually get to know me. Maybe because I also have walls up. So this is turning into a self-monologue, so I do apologize. But what I wanted to say is that the lens I looked at feeling lonely, so I'm comfortable being alone, but I do think as human beings we need connections. And I am starting to meet new people and developing friendships. But I want to go back in a time where I really felt lonely and the judgmental lens I applied versus the more curiosity and healing lens that helped me actually move forward with this feeling of loneliness and do something about it. So I used to have a negative judgmental lens because I met people that really <laughs> tested my human side. Uh, what I mean with human side is my, my, my capacity to love and tolerance levels. So I've been hurt uh, a lot. And because of that, I chose to be alone and lonely, even if I felt lonely, because I had walls up for me. I saw being lonely better than being again with people and get hurt so badly or abused. And that was my lens. I was looking at it from a, from a place to the world is a bad place. All people are bad. The last hope in humanity. So I am safe by being in hermit mode, taking care of my son, watching on my business, and I don't need anyone, which is a flawed perspective of life because we all need people. So that was one big lens that I had to look at and change because the more I focused on the hurt, the more I focused on the abuse and the heartbreak, the more I uh, reinforced those negative emotions versus also introducing to my mind memories and experiences where I did have loving people in my life, where I did have people who wanted truly to build a friendship and grow, but I didn't let them because of these walls. So I, I think it's uncomfortable, but if you want to overcome your fear of loneliness, or even if you are lonely and if you want to change it, you need to have a brutally honest conversation with yourself. And it comes with discomfort. But when you come from a place of curiosity, not judging yourself, you can learn more about what part of you. I love this quote or this statement from Ruby, is that love is not about you know giving love to others. Love is finding all the barriers within us and taking them out so we can receive love. I was blaming people for leaving me and not loving me, but I was not open to love. Which brings me to the second big lens shift as well, or looking at it from a different way. And there, there's going to be a special episode of fear of rejection. But what I discovered, and which I was not aware of, that actually I, I, I was comfortable being alone. I denied that actually feeling lonely was not as, as bad as I thought, but it was at times, obviously. And the reason why is because I blamed others for leaving my life. But I abandoned myself as well when they left. You see, this is the thing that we have to understand. In life, we will meet all kinds of people who are teaching us a lesson. 
people who are helping us evolve in life, people who we get to experience wonderful relationships with, and people who will show their not-so-nice side, and, and people will leave our life. It is inevitable at some point. But we have a choice. Even if someone leaves us, even if someone rejects us, what do we do? Do we reject ourselves as well? Do we self-abandon? So I went through this journey on learning how to show up for myself, how to meet my own needs, how to develop the most important relationship first because the loneliness was intensified because I didn't have a solid relationship also with the unlayered me. I still use this onion example. You take off the layers and I don't know what that is in English, how you say it. When you take off the layers and you have the unlayered onion. So I, it was new also for me. It was like, we go to these changes and transitions in life and we try to hold on to the old versions of ourselves, but we have to let go of, of those parts of us so we can fully embrace the new parts and versions. But I didn't yet, I wasn't comfortable with her yet. And it was new and scary having boundaries and meeting my own needs when my needs were never met. So it was very new and it's, it was a lonely journey. I also take responsibility because I did not want to see people. I, I did not want to go out. I did not want to put myself out because I had a quite a negative point of view. And not necessarily about men. I just didn't feel it was worth going on dating apps or going out there and meeting people because it's just a waste of time connecting with people. The root cause was because I was afraid of rejection and I was abandoning myself. So those were the two biggest lens shifts uh, that, I, that I went through in order to manage my fear of loneliness. Because e even now I am at a much better place and I feel less lonely, but I still feel lonely. And I think what I've learned in life is that feeling lonely is normal. It's part of being human. And, and, we don't and this is the thing, I think, we don't necessarily need to seek a relationship just not to feel lonely. I, I did that in the past. That didn't work out very well because you are putting someone else responsible for filling a void that only you can fill because you haven't yet developed a relationship with yourself. And, and you can develop a relationship with yourself while being in a relationship. You can also develop a relationship with yourself and being alone. I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot being alone and I learned a lot developing a relationship with myself. And even though it was a lonely journey, I am proud of the woman I became. I'm proud of how I set boundaries, how I am not settling for less, how I see people for who they are and take it as feedback. This is another thing. When, if you feel if you fear rejections or if you, if you fear being lonely or being cast out or, or not being accepted as who you are, then you're going to reduce, you're going to maybe dim your light or you're going to act in a way that's out of alignment with who you truly are. Instead of seeing people's behavior as feedback, you don't have to judge them because I do believe you need to honor people on their journey and as who they are. We just use discernment skills. Is this for me? Is this not for me? And this is in every area of, of life. I do this in business as well. I meet a lot of people, uh, maybe 3% keep their word. <laughs> they promise the, a village or they, they, no, they promise the world and they always end up delivering a village. And it used to bother me 
And now I think, well, it's just part of business. I just, I don't get emotionally attached anymore. I take people's words for what they are, words, and I observe action. And when I see, and then I do this in my personal relationship as well. When I see that actions don't match words, then I make a decision. Do I want, is this adding to my life quality or not? And imagine you have a bank account and you have a, a bank bankomat, so the machine that you take, even though now the digital age, it's a, you have less and less machines where you can draw out money. But imagine you're just drawing out, you know, people drawing out money from your account, but you're not depositing. So people are drawing from your account. So other people have your card, but they're not depositing. So you're going to be in negative or in debt pretty quickly. And this is how you can look at relationships. This is how you can look at becoming uh, comfortable with being alone so you understand on what kind of relationships you want and, and understand how to, those moments when you do feel lonely, to remember your words and to remember what you deserve and that you also deserve that your feelings and your energy exchange is reciprocated right? in personal relations. Comes to business, you need to be really clear on who you are as a brand, as, as your mission and values. And if you're going to work with clients or with people who don't match that, both of you are going to be worse off. So these things I actually really learned and thought about and practiced and mastered while being alone. And I felt less lonely throughout my journey, but I still felt and feel lonely times and I accept that this is the lens you play. It's part of being human. You always look outside of us to fill this void and I do that too. Sometimes I feel lonely and then we got a bunny <laughs> which did indeed reduce loneliness but it also emptied my bank account because rabbits are a whole different category of animal care but that's another story. But it's okay, right? You don't have to be always so self-aware and trying to prove yourself and, and try so hard. It's okay to not having figured it out. It's okay to feel lonely. And unfortunately, I don't have a support network. I do have my family. I love my family and they showed up for me when I needed the most. But I don't have a real support network that takes care of me. It's because a big part of my life, I've always poured into others. And I haven't accepted or I haven't valued myself to receive back. And at this point of my life, I value deep friendships. I value people who, you know, not superficial. And, they... and I think when I learned as well, and this is the biggest improvement of how I now connect with people, I don't need to have a relationship with you to connect with. I love going to the grocery stores and often there are homeless people outside the grocery store. And yes, they beg for money and these people feel unseen. They feel judged all the time, but we don't know anything about their story. And I've been in, in deep struggle as well, so I know how it feels, as to, to, feels to be left out in the cold. And I just ask them, what do they need? Do they need something to eat? And, or, or I just have a chat with them. And they feel, and, and I connect. I do it with people in the grocery store as well. People even I meet in the park. I meet a lot of dog owners. And for some reason, I am successful with dogs. <laughs> they just jump at me all over. Sometimes the owners are less enthusiastic. 
but I met so many wonderful people and had amazing chats with complete strangers. So I value those connections as well, and it makes me feel less lonely. Another uh, last thing what I, uh, in, in terms of how I changed my new lens, I also stopped thinking about reducing my loneliness or feeling less lonely only in terms of relationships. I fell in love. I am in love with my mission. I am determined with my mission, my mission of emotional firewalls. I just, I am, I feel purpose and meaning in my life. And that helps because every time I feel lonely and I'm like, okay, I, I can be of service. I can, how can I help people? And I have so much to share and ideas. So I always, when I give back, this is why I'm, people ask me, how do you do it when you're doing so much? It's because I figured out, this is my biggest realization, that I am someone who loves deeply and, and fully and loyally. And unfortunately, someone once told me, Nadia, if you put that all on one person, whether friend or romantic, they're not going to be able to handle it or reciprocate it the way you do. <laughs> so you need to diffuse your love and pour it into other areas of your life. And it actually made me thinking that we expect people to love us back the way we do, but not everyone is capable and not everyone is used to it. And then I thought, but I have so much to give and I can give it to so many people who resonate with my story and my teachings and my insights and my mission and who can benefit from it. So that's how I channel my love. And because I channel my love, I can do so much because it comes from the heart. So all these actions I took and it's just perspective and, and trust me, it was not easy. It came with nights of loneliness and watching sometimes chick flicks and, and feeling even more lonely. <laughs> and I probably would have reached out to people before, maybe when I look back, uh, but I don't regret anything. I think if we regret our mistakes or bad decisions of the past, we wouldn't be the person we are today. It's all about taking in that experience and make the best of what we have and um, use discernment in life. Less judgment, but no judgment doesn't mean that you should have people take advantage of you. So use discernment. And even though feeling lonely is not fun, then there and, and you have this general advice, seek out communities. I did that as well. And then I ended up in communities that were led by narcissistic people. And I am very principled about justice. And I do not, I am not going to be silenced when I see injustice. So I just, I don't want to be part of that. But anyway, what I mean is it's not as easy as it sounds because you want to be, when you're surrounded, when you are your authentic self and you're surrounded by people who don't accept you for who you are, perhaps the default reaction is to change who you are. And you should never, ever change who you are. You can adapt, you can apply social intelligence and emotional intelligence. I do think we need people skills in order to get along better with each other, but never, ever doubt your worth or feel less than enough because you are alone. If you're single, it's a time of preparation to be with your soulmate or to, I, I actually, I enjoyed being single for quite a long time. And I just became very clear what I wanted in a relationship. And it's worth the wait. It's really worth the wait and it's worth the, the investment in you. Take people's feedback, take people's behaviors feedback. And the more you accept less than what you deserve, the more you will attract. 
and being alone, and even if you feel lonely, it can help you heal those parts and let go of those parts that keep attracting these people. The moment you believe you deserve more, and if you have the strength and the emotional strength, and I am the first person who is tired of hearing be strong, but if you have the strength to be patient and to just to be you and to fall in love with life, with those things that light your heart, then you will make space for the loneliness. It's part of life as well. Until out of nowhere you'll meet someone who you think, where were you all my life? So I hope that this rant or this emotional uh, monologue <laughs> helped you in uh, managing your fear of loneliness. The, the way that it worked for me is changing my lens because the moment I changed the lens and how I viewed loneliness, I changed my filter, my emotional filter. I felt more neutral to positive emotions and I have a new view. I, I give space in my life to feeling lonely. I think even when we are in a relationship, even if we are surrounded with people, there will be times where you feel lonely and that's okay. I think that's part of being human. It doesn't mean something is wrong with you. And you can connect with people, strangers as well. And you can connect with life and, and with what makes your heart beat. And I know and some people said, you live on another planet, Nadia, because you're so Ethiopian. I am realistic and I have always been quite realistic. But I understood what Einstein understood way before me, and I'm not comparing myself with Einstein, but what he said is you wake up in the morning and you decide whether you live in a friendly or a hostile universe. And I choose where I place my focus on because I can't do anything about what's going wrong in the world. There are a lot of things going wrong in the world, and I play my part in trying to help mental health social engineering, cyberbullying, the, the work I do with cyber resilience. That's my part of making the world a better place. But I need the energy and I need to be able to sustain myself, especially as an entrepreneur. You're lonely. You're lonely a lot of times and people think you're absolutely nuts. So I need that energy to sustain. So I'm going to place my focus on what goes. I acknowledge what doesn't go, what doesn't go well. If I can fix it, I try to fix it. If I can't, I move forward and it fixes itself or a solution comes. But if I, if we focus on everything that goes wrong, we are going to have no energy to live a higher quality of life. Thank you for listening. Let's leave it at that. This was a longer episode than foreseen, but I spoke from my heart. I would love for you to support my podcast and so more people can find it. If you're interested to dive into real and emotional intelligence, then check out the EQ Oasis. Our link is below as well. I have a Saturday newsletter on LinkedIn where I share my struggles and I try to put some, sometimes it's a bit deep, or most of the time it's deep, but I try to add a humorous filter in it as well to balance it with a little bit more lightness. And thank you for your support. Thank you for uh, showing up. I truly appreciate it. If I can help one person feel lighter, then my mission is accomplished.